0: Ever feel like you got up on the wrong side of the bed? Life's too short. I don't waste a minute of it. Welcome to the Michael Chavez Podcast and discover what it's like on the other side of the bed. Here's your host.
1: Welcome to my show. This is Michael Chavez, and I believe our attitudes and belief systems can build or destroy our futures. After all the people I've heard talk about waking up on the wrong side of the bed, I wanted to share some insights about the other side of the bed. Today, I'm visiting with John Ivor Chester, Renowned author and host of the Power of the Positive playlist. Welcome back, John.
2: It's good to have me. Good to have. It's good to have me back, boy, I, or, or and my front for that matter. Thank <laughs> you, Michael, for having me. It's good to be here. We we did the. Was it like your first podcast? Did yeah, one remember? of the first couple. You yeah, know, yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed
1: it. It was definitely uh, an experience, and it helped me to get my feet wet. And uh, being an introvert, I tell you what, it was just the. Uh,
2: <laughs> You're an introvert. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yes. So and what advice would you have? I'm stealing a show. What advice would you have to have an introvert uh, still get what they want? Because introverts notoriously don't get what they want because they're so shut in. What would you say?
1: Well, actually, I've always got what I wanted.
2: Really? Yes. And how? Well, how, well that's a conflict. How did you do that? Well,
1: uh, I call it stubbornness.
2: Ah, there we go. Okay. And willfulness. persistence. Got it. Yes,
1: willfulness. And I, I spent 20 years in the Navy, and everywhere I wanted to go, I got to go, just about. <laughs> And which was very unusual because as an electrician, it's like, you know, they, they put you where they want you to go. So, you know, today we're going to talk about lies oh. and the lies we tell ourselves. Good. That's good. And there's a couple, there's some books that I've been listening to and reading as of late. You know, one was written by Thomas Troward. And he starts, the book starts off with the belief in limitations is the one and only thing that causes limitation. Yes. And, That's you know, we, we think about how, you know, we grow up and, you know, maybe we're struggling in certain subjects, math, English, science, whatever. And we get to the belief that we're not good students or so we're not good in a particular subject. And of course, our parents and our teachers selves, we're just not really good students. And so we can get up, grow up with that belief that we're not good at taking tests. We're not good at, you know, certain subjects.
2: What was it that Ford said? Uh, if you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Yes. And so if you believe you can't, then you're lying to yourself in in my POV. And I think that uh, a lot of people can do a lot more than they actually can, uh, or they could do a lot more than they're doing, I mean, because they're lying uh, to themselves. And lying is an internal thing first. Now, we may be programmed to do it. But first, it's internal. It's, it's a programming thing we do to ourselves, and we repeat the loop concept. And then uh, if you lie to yourself, you will lie to others. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's
1: one of the universal laws, you know, love, cause and effect. Yep, it's true. And it's something I've come to learn in, in reading, in metaphysics. You know, whatever you do to others is what's going to be come back to you. Some people call it karma, but they don't yeah. understand that cause, that, uh, that universal law. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we are programmed to lie to ourselves.
2: And why is that?
1: Um,
2: it's inherited. Sure. But on the other hand, we're taught as maybe the Christian and other of course cultures have this Christians, it's a sin to tell a lie. You know, thou shalt not bear false witness if you're King James style, but, uh, just the average decent schmuck knows lying is, is wrong. And, uh, I think it's Mark Twain that said, uh, it's easier to tell the truth. I'm horribly botching it, but it's easier to tell the truth because you have to remember less.
1: Yes, you don't have to remember anything if you tell the truth.
2: Right. So telling a, telling a lie is, uh, it, it's a fear concept. Oh, yeah. First of all, it's fear because you don't want to be found out. You don't want to be uh, outed at all. You don't want to seem inadequate. Uh, and when you do those things, oftentimes people know. Uh, if you're direct, and I don't mean, when I say direct, you don't have to be an a-hole. You don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be uh, somebody who just, uh, they said, well, you have, to take, you have to take me as I am. No, I don't. If I don't like you, then I'm not going to have you around. It's a boundary. But honesty, yeah, being the best policy, is uh, a rare gift because people are so fearful they don't Cut loose and just try something new. Uh, they don't, which sometimes is honesty, but they're not honest with themselves, so they're not going to be honest with others.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's you know, something that I have in a picture frame at home. It says, "If you tell the truth, it becomes a part of your past. If you tell a lie, it becomes part of your future." Oh,
2: I like that. I'd never heard that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that that's very true. How people behave that way. Yes, definitely.
1: And so, a couple of other books that I've been listening to. Uh, one is called. The Secret, and the other one, The what? Greatest Secret, mm-hmm. written by Rhonda Byrne. And so I listened to those, and so I checked them out from the public library on audio, and I sat there and I just listened to them over and over and over and again. And if people would sit there, you know, what's so one thing we don't do is enough is reading. Mm-hmm. And so people are always looking for the answers sort or of the secret to success. And unfortunately, they don't understand that there's no secret. And if they would actually take the time to listen to others who have succeeded and read the books, they would probably save themselves probably 10 years in earning success.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I started the entrepreneurial venture, I, you know, back in, I don't know, 16 or something, 2016, most people are saying, oh, it'll take you about five years and you'll become really successful. And of course, that's. Nonsense because it's individualistic. Sometimes you might have a friend with a friend or that can make that connection and you're done within months. Other times you're because you're your depression, because of you don't have a friend of a friend, uh, you're gonna be struggling with this longer. Which one's the right way to do it? Yeah. Yeah. So don't lie to yourself that somehow you're doing it wrong. If you get mentors, if you get uh a coach, if you have good friends, good family, that will lovingly sit you down and go, and you know, that's probably not the way to do it. Uh, Then you'll probably cut that road short. I believe it's incumbent. It's reliant upon uh, others who have walked the road to turn around and say to people, don't don't step in that. That's nasty, you know, because that's going to set you back. You listen to them. You make the choice. If you don't listen to them, go ahead and step in it, but wipe it off, okay? There's lots of people that walk through life with that stuff on their shoes, and it stinks. Right. And they don't have the ability to realize that there is a problem. And so we're going to take a quick break for our
1: sponsors to announce themselves. We'll be right back on the OBBM Networker.
0: The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice, my voice. And my voice.
1: And my voice. And my
0: voice. voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely, America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely, America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org.
3: been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items. The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember now we're adding website design and audio video editing too call big feet creations at 469-450-7350 i'm a big guy and i've taken big steps to help you grow big big feet creations 469-450-7350 call today that's 469-450-7350
1: Welcome back to the show. We're here with John Ivor Chester, and we're talking about the lies we tell ourselves. And there's something that you that you touched on just before the break was this, that um, I think people just don't take ownership of their mistakes, right? And that's the biggest reason why we lie to ourselves. It's shame. It's shame. Yes, and you, you can't sit there and say, "Hey, um, hey, I just made a mistake," mm-hmm. and I, I've come to to learn through personal experience that if you just say Hey, I made a mistake. I'm wrong. People are a little bit more, a lot more lenient than if you sit there and defend yourself or try to be defensive about it. And, mm-hmm. and then, of course, then you have to sit there and unravel it and stuff like that.
3: Right.
2: Right. No, that's correct. And I think uh, it's the shame factor. Uh, people don't have clear vision when they look at their mentors, when they look at people they respect. Uh, they think they've never made a mistake, or they've never made a bad enough mistake, or somehow their mistakes are less valid, or something. Everybody makes them. The smart people, or the people who just get up and keep swinging, uh, are the ones that learn from them and then get up. And by the way, you're gonna stink really bad. You're you're gonna you're gonna be scraped up. You're gonna make some really uh, bad choices. What is it? Um, the um, there's a speaker I listen. He's had a he has a t- couple dozen shows. He does the uh, family feud. Anyway, he has a, a book I read a couple of years ago called Jump, where he talks about you jump off of, if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a change you're gonna have to get off the road you're gonna have to jump and when you jump, uh, it's gonna be a while before the parachute deploys right and. In between the time of the parachute opening and you jumping, you're going to get banged up on the cliffs. Uh, People don't want to let others see the scars. In reality, the people who are successful are the ones that show their scars. Uh, You really listen to the coaches, the good ones, the big ones, or even the ones that are just getting started that are humble. By the way, only humble people learn. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, Yeah. Arrogant people never learn a thing. Working in psych for 27 years, arrogant people, oh, I don't need to be here. Oh, this is my wife's fault. Or uh, they told me I had to be, and they never learn. Humble people learn because they realize I have to do that. So, uh, but the people who are the smart ones will show their scars and go, yeah, yeah, I did this when I was, yeah, my bank account's like this. Or I, you know, and uh, but I'll never do it again.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. And that's why, uh- you know, I follow Bob Proctor. Okay. And, uh, of course, he was mentored by Earl Nightingale. Mm-hmm. And just the things in which they share, I mean, it's just enlightening. And so Bob Proctor, like Steve Harvey, I think that's who you're yes, talking Steve about.
2: Steve Harvey. Thank you. And,
1: you know, they talk about saying, you know, they didn't go to school. They didn't have a lot of schooling. But yet they had a lot of success.
2: They had schooling. It was just outside the classroom.
1: It is. And... And there's a difference and that's one of the laws we're always taught. Go to school, get good grades, get a job, and you'll be successful. Yeah. Well, you know, if that's your limited thoughts on success, well then you're everybody's successful because everybody goes to school and gets a job. But people, most people. Most yeah. people, yes. And you know, but the people who win big are the ones who don't have aren't the A and B students. And there's something I saw on uh, Instagram a while back. And this guy, he's speaking. He goes, well, it's the A students who are working for the B students. The C students are the ones who run in the business. And it's the D students who are buying and dedicating the buildings. Oh, wow. And I thought, that is
2: interesting. Yeah, that's – and I think a lot of people have been held back. I was for a while. Well, I wasn't an A student. I wasn't. I wasn't a B student either most of the time. Uh, But the reality is – the way they've done education for decades, and you can talk to Lynn Davenport, by the way, you need to listen to her, but uh, is the way they do education is it is a form of learning. But it's not the only form. It's a very f- narrow form of learning. We homeschool. And the reason with four kids in the house that are homeschooling, this one likes to stand at the table. This one likes to be outside. This one likes to do her studies in the middle of the night. This one likes to get up and do, and they all do it differently. Which one's right? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's their own way of doing it. By the way, that's your life. You could do it anyway. If you get up at two o'clock in the morning and write, oh, that's fine. Uh, if yeah. you if you do your exercises before you go to bed, that's fine. Please, comparison is is another form of lying to me because you are lying to yourself that well they did it that way, so I can't do it that way. So th- that's called a lie. You can't you can't exist like that and believe that. Uh, that you're going to be successful because all that is, again, is just comparative thinking.
1: Exactly. And that's one thing that I come to learn is that the mind does three things it measures, it compares, and describes. Okay. And so when we compare ourselves to other people, right, like this person's, you know, getting more money than me, we well, have to ask yourself, why? Is that person doing more than you? Chances are they probably are. And and I was thinking about this recently because I was dealing with some situations, you know, with my business and, you know, my mindset. It's like, why do I have to do this? Like, I like to get up at 430 in the morning. And so I got to home last night. It was about 1030, going to be 11. I said, there's no way I'm going to get up at four 30. I said, I can't do this. I can't sit there and live like this. So mm-hmm. I saying, like, you know, well, let me change my clock to where it accommodates me being able to rest. Your need. good, My need. And so we make those rules for ourselves. Well, I have to do this. Well, who said?
4: Thank
2: you.
1: And, you know, we make a long work list and say, we need to do 20, 30 items, you know, today. Who said? You said so. There's no law that That says. That doesn't fit me. Yeah.
2: That fits you. or It it just works for you. Right. And you said, what is the three things you said about the brain? The mind is what? It measures, it compares, and it describes. And the brain's number one function is say no. Mm -hmm. It's always to tell you no, because it's there to keep you safe. And all those things that you said it does, which is true, but it'll do it often in the negative to keep you safe. That you you're measuring. Why are you measuring? Well, it could be a bad thing. Right. You know the old saying, "The grass is greener on the other side of the fence." Well, that's comparative thought. You know how you can fix that? Water your own doggone yard, for Pete's sakes. You know it, it's not a big hard thing. And the reason maybe you don't have money. And I know we're coming up on the break, but the reason you may not have money is maybe you took care of your sick mother-in-law for a few years, okay, and it drained your, or hey, COVID, or maybe you got kids, but stop comparative thinking. Start living your own life and just look at the goals good Lord put in front of you and live that. Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll be right
1: back with more on this Lies We Tell Ourselves.
4: It seems like there's never enough time in your business to get everything done that you need to. Searching for the right employees to represent your brand and satisfy your customers was already hard enough, and now there are even fewer options out there. How do you find the right people and keep them? My name is Terrell Tipton with Insperity, and we offer HR services that make your company make sense. Too often, local business owners take on HR activities wanting to run their business on a shoestring, but that can mean sacrificing revenue-generating activities that allow you to continue to grow and serve your community at the level you want. Call 972-409-4316 today. I'll walk you through Insperity's outsourced HR services and health insurance options and help you come up with a plan that gets the most out of your business and your budget. Insperity provides stability to businesses in uncertain times and has been helping companies just like yours since 1986. Call 972-409-4316 and talk to me, Terrell Tipton. It's time for your business to run better, grow faster, and make more money. 972-409-4316. Call today, one last time, 972-409-4316.
0: Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bratis, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now.
1: Welcome back. Here we are talking about lies we tell ourselves. One of the things we said talked about before the break is how we lie to ourselves and we compare ourselves. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying, well, you know, I'm not where this other person is. And you're talking about the houses and we compare houses. Well, what's going on in that household? Yep. Right? And you don't know what the people are dealing with. Right. And like, you know, like you get those people who you see them, they, they seem to be top on, on top of the world. They have a great relationship. They're doing well in business and all of a sudden it's boom, they commit suicide.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or in another lighter example, a few years ago, we had a very bad storm go through my neighborhood, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, Oh, it was really bad. And of course, the roofing company showed up and the insurance monies were paid out and people had thrown tarp over their houses to keep the leaks out. Well, months passed, there was still tarp on the roofs, but all of a sudden I'm seeing a lot of Escalades and Lexuses driving through my neighborhood and I'm going, they're taking their money that they should have given to the roofers and they're buying themselves putting a down payment on a car. They look good out on the road, but they look Foolish with a Lexus in their driveway with tarp on the roof. Okay. That's just appearances. And that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, You really look at what the really rich people do. They don't in their private lives drive a lot of huge, expensive cars. Uh, They're, they're living in just track houses or they'll have a little bit of land, but they're not these huge, magnificent palaces where it's showy. They're just living the life. They just, just want.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that talks about the lies and how we think that just because you have a big bank account, you're wealthy. Yeah. And, you know, as I, like I said, I the books that I read, especially the one uh, Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich. Mm. And all the books that you read on wealth have nothing to do with money, very little to do with money. Yeah. And wealth is just how you treat others and the life that you live. The money will follow you when you become successful, you're not successful because you're wealthy. You're wealthy because you're successful.
2: Yes, that's true.
1: And that's so we, so we, we're always taught, oh, I need this money. I need this money. Money is a tool. And nothing more, nothing less.
2: So I think that's an important thing as far as measurement goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known a lot of very successful people that are helping their community, that are helping their families. You know, they got. Uh, They've got five or 10 people living in their small house. That's successful. Yeah. Because they don't have family members on the street because some people have got drug issues. They've got an addiction issue. They've got, maybe they have somebody with mental issues, whatever it is. You know what? They're, they're not on the street. They're not under the, underneath the bridge success. Success. And it's, it's measured by God's yardstick, if we will, by, the goodness of the heart, and not by what anybody else is going to see. Um, their houses may be trashed out because they haven't had time to clean. Well, okay. The lie is that you have to, a success is this pristine Victorian era of a perfectly prim house and uh, living that kind of life where when you get home, you you get to put your feet up with the cat, and and it's all good. No, that's yeah. That's what is it? Uh, I heard Jack Nicholson say once. Um, Better Homes and Gardens is just a magazine. It's not reality. <laughs> it's, it isn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, years ago, when I was married, I took my wife to Graceland. Mm. And so here I am, thinking, Elvis's place. Right. Elvis, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I'm thinking something nice and elaborate, but I'm walking oh. through the house, and I'm thinking. Man, this doesn't really look like anything spectacular. Yeah. It looked just like a regular house, mm-hmm. you know, with beat up doors and just kind of old, worn out carpet or something like that. And just, but it's just because somebody lived there of notoriety. Mm-hmm. And so you just never know how they re- they're really
2: living. Former President Jimmy Carter, if you look uh, at what his house looks like, it's uh, really a basic house, just a simple house. And he and Roslyn, um, uh, have, Are going to live out the remainder of their years there. And uh, he goes out and does what is it? H- uh, hosp- uh, Helps build the houses. Habit- 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 for humanity. Yes, Go ahead. Yeah, yes. it's your show. You sent it. So it's, but yeah, I think that's very decent. I have no idea what the wealth of the guy is. And I'm not plugging for him or his party or, or anybody's. I'm saying, as far as Jimmy Carter goes, he's got what he needs. Yes. And that includes in like 96 or something, he's going out and swinging a hammer. And some of us are in our 40s and we're sitting on a recliner. There's no legacy there. There's no legacy.
1: Yeah. And that's the that goes back to lies we tell ourselves.
2: Right. Right. So what do you think is the number one lie people tell themselves?
1: That they're not good enough. Perfect. And, and why? Just because you struggled in math. Perhaps you had a teacher who just wasn't a very good instructor. Right. And they didn't reach you on the level where you could understand it. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to people, I said, I, have, I, I had a love-hate relationship with math. And I did better in, in the maths, which were more complicated than the one that was most easy. And the difference was that the instructors made it a point to teach. And they said, I will teach you what you need to know. And that sits there and disarms you and says, okay, so now you have that confidence that you're going to learn something. Correct. Whereas if you have an instructor who says, figure it out. Okay, if I'm asking you a question, apparently I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. And so we get to a point because we think, well, we're just stupid. No, you're not stupid. You just didn't get the explanation that you needed to understand.
2: Right. It has to, has to fit into the head the way that it, you're allowing it to, and it has to become practical to your applications. And uh, that's, that's really the catch to me. Uh, as a Christian man, when I was young, uh, somebody would say, Jesus is Lord. I would go, okay, so what? What does that mean to me? Algebra, you need to learn algebra. Why? I'm I, I, And to this day, I still kind of ask that question, even though I adapt around it at times. But I think a lot of people need the why. And of course, there's that great book by Simon Sinek. Know your why.
1: Exactly. With that, we're going to close. Thank you, John, for being on the show. It's great. The purpose of this podcast is to help people get a better perspective of themselves. Happiness and success are an inside job. The answers you seek to live your best life are within you. As a performance mindset coach, I meet you where you are and guide you on your journey to success. Check out my links in the description box because I have so much for you that you don't want to miss. This is Michael Chavez, and this is what it looks like on the other side of the bed.